Welcome to the Flow Podcast with Marcus Johnson, where we talk about all things for the love of you. I'm your host, Marcus Johnson. The Flow Podcast is designed to discuss life topics and explore some tools to help you actively engage in your life. Sometimes we feel lost, we feel alone, we lack focus, and we just feel stuck. Sometimes we're doing well and just need to keep our flow going on. During the next several minutes, my aim is to help you understand that all of this is just a part of the human experience. It's part of the flow. Flow is spelled F-L-O with no W and it means for the love of. As an award-winning entrepreneur, musician, lawyer, professor, and most importantly, dad, I've had many experiences that have taught me invaluable lessons and tools that we all can use to achieve our highest flow. Actually, these tools help us to realize where we are, where we want to be, and the model we can use to get there. We call it going deeper, and deeper, D-E-E-P-E-R, is the life model within which we operate this podcast. So, buckle up, get centered, and fall into the present as we begin to develop our highest flow. It's, after all, for the love of you. And as we continue to work through the deeper model, we're focusing on what it means to have a written plan. Now, planning is the P in our acronym DEEPER, which is Dream, Engage, Environment, plan, execute, and reflect. So we talked about having a dream, having a written engagement letter with yourself signed by yourself and a witness to have a fertile environment in which you plant your seed, your dream. And now we're talking about the plan. And then as we go on, we'll talk about making sure you understand what it means to execute and reflect. Now, planning, I had to go and do some research myself. So uh, the Merriam-Webster definition is the establishment of goals, policies, and procedures for a societal or economic unit. Now, of course, there are other different kinds of ideas, but it is really putting your goals and objectives down there. The thing that I found interesting, even in the Webster's idea of what a plan was or planning, is that it had to deal with some level of societal or economic unit or business or something. What I didn't see that was, you know, as um, I want to say definitive or or as an example that I wanted was the whole idea. What about the person? What about the person who needs to have a plan together? My position is that we do all of these things in keeping an organization, keeping, you know, the the brand going. We, we do that for our businesses. We do that for our jobs. But the most important job that we have is actually being, creating our life experience. So I would like to see the establishment of goals, policies and procedures for a person. Making sure that we understand where we're going when it gets cloudy outside. When we don't know which way to go, we can go back and pull out our written plan to make sure we know the direction in which we're going. And what we thought when we were open to thinking we needed to do to get there. To take it a little bit further, I love this quote from Benjamin Franklin that says, The person who fails to plan, plans to fail. I'm going to say that one again. The person who fails to plan plans to fail and that's a tongue twister if you say it a couple of times really fast and it is the whole idea that without a plan you don't know where you're going which is it's reckless at best and when we're talking about our lives and getting our flow on we can't stand for that so where do you see plans in your life all right financial planning we hear about that all the time online um we hear about hopes and dreams plans i have to do that for my daughter each year and when you do you know the uh, uh teachers plan for the semester or for a year for your child and if they don't you should call them to make sure that they have one for your child the hopes and dreams plan of a teacher 
a flight plan if you decide to go on a trip the pilot has a flight plan and trust me you want the pilot to have a flight plan because if not don't get on the plane right maps and ways the apps that we have on our phones those are plans health plans workout plans personal growth plans professional development plans and all these things have the same kind of characteristics with it an analysis of where you are right now an analysis of where you want to go and then figuring out different ways in which you can get there and the resources you can use to get there. Does that sound familiar? Absolutely. That is back in our engagement uh, part. It's then the development of our engagement part all tied into our dream. And now we're in the planning part of going deeper. Now, you already have your dream in which you're engaged. We've done that in the first few episodes. So now I want you to go get your engagement letter. It has you and where you need to go to achieve your dream. And I want you to take a couple of seconds to do something. And you may take a couple of minutes. You may take an hour a day. I need you to take an inventory and a stock of where you are right now. This is where I am. I have this level of education. I am at this weight. Um, I have this level of proficiency on my, um, on my musical instrument. This is the time I've been spending in my family. Um, here's where I am spiritually in a particular book. This is where I am professionally. You know, for men in their late 40s, it's great to have a benchmark and it's called your PSA. It's very important to understand, you know, where we are as we get older so we know, well, what's happening to our bodies? Are we at risk of developing prostate cancer? Women and mammograms are the same way. It's important for you to know your current location. For instance, I mentioned maps and ways, or you may use some other type of, uh, of um, map questing application on your phone. You notice how it can't get you where you're, it can't give you directions of where you're going until you give it your current location. You should have a personal balance sheet. Also have your, your personal profit and loss and some level of your in and outflow of that personal resource for which you're planning. So I know you may say like, well, what does that mean? My resource flow, like, I don't understand that. Well, let's take, for instance, you're looking for a promotion at your job, but you determine that you need to skill up, meaning that you need to go back to school or take a certification class, etc then you need to understand your cash flow, whether or not you can afford to take the class or other resources that you may be able to get in the form of scholarships that would allow you to afford it. And then your time flow. And you know, just like cash, and we'll talk about this in a little bit, your time is the most valuable resource that you have. Everybody talks about the in and outs of where you start with your beginning cash flow, how it flows out. But what about your time flow? What about your energy flow? You need to take account of that. So one interesting thing happens, I'll tell you, or a couple of interesting things happen when you take your inventory of where you are in your current location. You find out that you may actually be closer to your goal than you thought you were in the beginning. It's amazing to me when I think I'm running crazy and I write down a to-do list or a success list and I'm like, well, wait a minute, I got most of this stuff done. I don't have to do X, 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 and X. Writing things down lets you to get it out of your head, which I think is an echo chamber. Things just bounce around, so they, they feel like they're multiplying, but they're just really one. You may be closer than you think. 
then you need to determine based on what you do have what you really do need to add on um, to be able to achieve your goal and then three you need to look at the time needed on a daily weekly monthly and yearly basis to get there now Gary Keller and the one thing says that you should do this in a reverse order so if your goal is to make sure that you have something at the end of a year what do you need to do each month in order to reach the yearly goals? What do you need to do each week to make sure you reach your monthly goals? What do you need to do each day to make sure you reach your weekly goals to meet, reach your monthly goals to reach your yearly goals and on and on. And I'm going to say this again and again. You may think that this sounds absolutely crazy, but isn't this what you do every single day at your job? or whether or not you do it on a quarterly basis. Even if like, if you're a teacher, it doesn't matter. You have to plan. You have to take account of where you are right now, where you are in the lesson plan, what you need to do to get it done, and then you need to figure out how you're gonna get it done in the specified period of time. It's planning. This is the planning process. This is not easy. It's simple, but it's not necessarily easy. So if we're gonna look at the basis through which or over which the time basis that we're going to get this completed what's the most important thing that you need to look at and i've already insinuated and said it your calendar your calendar is the blood work of your most valuable resource it's your time it is the budget if you went into excel you know a spreadsheet you know something like that or if you just had a list your calendar is essentially that of your time all calendars that are online are based on you know spreadsheets it's the same functionality you have 24 hours in the day minus whatever you're going to do in a particular time thus you only have x many hours left it works and it's so important because that resource time is so valuable because you never ever get it back it can let you know what you ate and whether or not you have a healthy diet right and i'm using these terms figuratively that's what your blood work does your calendar is going to tell you what you really value i often go into seminars or coaching sessions and the first thing i ask people to do is to write down what they value and so we take five minutes they go through it and then at the end of that five minute section i ask them to give me an account of what they did over the last two weeks that proves that they value that and invariably i get oh ooh, oh it's almost like somebody's getting like a body blow because they're recognizing wait a minute this is number one how i should be using my calendar and then number two everything that i've been doing is actually contrary to that is getting in the way of me spending time with my family getting in the way of me spending time you know with my myself and not necessarily getting in the way these are choices that you're making so as you're planning you need to make sure that you understand that prioritizing is going to be very important because your calendar will also let you know the choices you have to make in order to work towards your new and present goal now you know imagine that you have to prioritize and some of this is going to be temporary because once you reach your you know current goal and continue through the deeper cycle and model your dream may you know you may refine it a little bit it may actually change and then you can change your priorities with it in your next plan but right now in this one your calendar will not lie 
you always have the choice to change your priority by the way you just have to understand by pointing in a different direction you're just gonna have a different outcome so you may say like i did this deeper model thing that marcus told me to do and i kind of get it but like i don't want to give up my time here that's okay i just want you to understand that by you saying that you're just gonna have a different consequence and in deeper terms, consequence isn't a punishment. They're not qualitatively good or bad. These are just simple results of your actions. So if you say, well, Marcus, you know, I, I'm not going to do this because it's going to take away from time with my family, then I would say, okay, that is absolutely your choice. Did you use your calendar to come up with that decision or are you still in the echo chamber that is your head? Now, if you tell me in your calendar, you looked and you're like, I'm working here, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, and right now I can't break away in order to reach this next goal of a promotion or moving on to even a new career. I mean, I'm a trained lawyer and I'm talking into a podcast about to get ready to travel to Charlotte for a concert, right? So obviously I've sat down and done this thing, you know, these different ways. It's your choice. I'm not going to sit here and tell you what you can or you cannot do. These are simple choices. Did you use your calendar? Have you spent the time with yourself to give yourself, you know, the, the, to, to help you reach the goals that you're looking to reach wherever you point your ship? I promise you it's going to go. So be deliberate in your creation of your current situation and your evaluation and insertion of that into your calendar to figure out how to reach your goal then you have to plan it well you know i'm looking for this result in you know a particular year you know i want to lose weight i want as i said this promotion and i need to get education um you know marcus i want to be able to run uh, a marathon etc then you're going to have to look at what you need to do. So let's say this particular project takes 360 hours in a year. So at that point, you know, in each month, you're going to have to spend 30 hours, which means each week you're going to have to spend approximately seven hours, which means each day you're going to have to spend at least an hour of day of working towards running a marathon. So that at the end of the week, you get to the seven hour spot. So that at the end of the month, you're at 30 hours of running. So that at the end of the year, you have the 360 hours of input that will allow you to run the 26 or so miles that's in a marathon or to have your course requirements filled in the homework necessary that that's necessary for it completed in order for you to achieve a degree and or a certification. Then once you understand that you need this amount of hours in a day, guess where you have to go? You go back to your calendar and you have to find the places where you can insert this. Is it that easy? I remember I said it's simple. It's not necessarily easy. You're listening to the Flow Podcast with Marcus Johnson, where we talk about all things for the love of you. We're going to wrap part one of for the love of planning right now I, i'm trying to keep all of these podcasts under 20 minutes and i've gone over the last couple of weeks but we're gonna stop this one here 
And I think it's a good place because we've talked a little bit about calendars. We've talked about their importance. We've talked about the idea that you need to stop this week and take an account of where you are and where you're going and what you may need to get there. And when we finish part two, we're going to kind of put it all together in the concept of, you know, what I'm really asking from you on all of this. And there's another key component to this. And we'll talk about the idea of how simple it is to write this down and why it's needed. So I hope you enjoyed yourself. Don't forget, if you want some more insight on what we've been talking about today, if you go to MarcusJohnson360.com and hit the book tab, you can check out my audiobook and pay particular attention to the focus chapter where we kind of look at how you can structure your life, what you are prioritizing and how you can reprioritize it. Uh, in a, a written format and in the planning part of going deeper. Well, once again, this is the Flow Podcast with Marcus Johnson, where we talk about all the things for the love of you. I end it as I always do. I love you. I love you. I love you. And always do your flow. <laughs>